reporting live from Content Crib 2.0. It is yours and the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, after a week of craziness of packing up and moving. We are here live at the new Content Crib. If you are visually watching, I know it's plain, it's boring, but pro let me promise you this, it's going to get better. We're going to spice up the studio. We're still cooking up in the bed rudio, ladies and gentlemen, so if you're listening in on audio, just know Bob ain't in no fancy studio. He ain't made it yet. He's still just cooking out of his bedroom, and I'll keep doing it until one day we got a fire studio. Um, but I'm so, so excited to be in the new spot, and I'll probably be dropping some pieces of content about this whole new energy and new space that we have, uh, but we're still trying to build it up and get it to, you know, right where it needs to be. So I'm not going to spill the beans just yet um i'll share some some videos and photos when uh when we have the place in much better shape so i'm so excited to be back uh after that, that whole week of just moving which was insane definitely something i don't want to do again i i did not enjoy that process whatsoever but uh now that you know being a week here situated it feels good and i feel great and i'm so ready to get back into uh you know some high quality bearded content before we get into today's episode quick recap of the last episode which was about alcohol this was definitely uh one of the most personal podcast content pieces i think i've ever created where i kind of just opened up i didn't hold back and it feels so great uh just sharing my story my lessons and owning up to things that i've done in the past for good or for bad and uh i was really happy with the feedback it, it was actually amazing to see uh some of the dms i was getting uh, some of the reshares on Instagram, what people were saying about the podcast. And uh, it was just, it was awesome for me. Because the thing is, when you're creating, so many times we we have these ideas and we're just like, is anybody gonna care? I don't know. And we second guess ourselves. And recently I've just been, I've just been telling myself, if you have an idea, just, just do it. I mean, I've always had that mindset in me. But recently I've just, there's so many things you can create in this world or do. But I just said, screw it, I'm gonna pick one. The alcohol one was something I wanted to talk about. And it was really amazing to to hear some of the feedback, and it felt good to to put that out there to the world, to put that energy out there, and not know who's gonna hear it, see it, watch or listen, how it's gonna affect people. But knowing that I did it and I put it out there, felt great. Um, my mother actually tuned in, watched the whole episode. Same with my father, and she was a little disappointed on the Bahamas story, the one that I shared with you guys and gals about waking up on the beach, looking to my left, looking to my right, nobody around me. That whole story. There's another great story that she was a little disappointed I didn't share. And um, just know that there's going to be plenty more stories that are going to come up along the way. So as I'm trying to spread some knowledge and some wisdom of the things that I've been learning in the last couple of years uh, or through my life, I should say, I, I hope to incorporate some of these stories because, you know, I, I think it's good for people to hear some of uh, some of my past and uh, some are funny, some are sad, some are great, entertaining whatever. Uh, so as we continue on with this podcast, know that there's going to be much more stories getting shared out. There's one special DM though that I got uh, from the alcohol episode that I wanted to share with you guys and gals uh, because it really personally hit me. I'm not going to say the person's name uh, just you know, to, to be fair. And um, so yeah, the DM was, what's up, Bobby? I've been consuming a lot of your content lately as I've gotten into podcasts and it's basically been you and Gary V on rotation nonstop. Seeing my name alongside Gary Vee, I was already like, let's go, my man, let's go. But yesterday and today, I listened to your podcast about drinking, and I want to say you fucking nailed it. For me, it hit home because my mom was a heavy alcoholic most of my life, and it showed me how bad it could be and what it could, be, what it could do to a person. As of lately, for myself, I've been really controlling when and how much I drink, so I related good with that too. But with that being said, I think you hit the nail on the head with why some people drink socially and how some friends are really just your drinking friends. So keep doing your thing and I hope everything's going good out there, brother. It meant a lot to me. Um, as I was just saying, you don't know how these pieces of content are gonna you know, impact people. And it's DMs like that that show me, one, how powerful this stuff can be, and two, how much I need to just trust my gut when I think I have an idea and how I think it might help people, I gotta follow through with it. So. I think that was really awesome to hear and thank you to this person if you hear this podcast because I took the time and I wrote something back that I was really, you know, I was blown away just by that DM and so I hope this person hears it and knows how much I appreciate them supporting the content. Um, yeah, we I set out a target last episode to hit 25 
reviews on the podcast app for It's the Bearded Man since this is the new podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we didn't hit it. It's okay though. It's okay. We hit 24. We were one shy of hitting the 25 and I was super, super happy about that. As long as we're making progress, we're going to keep growing these reviews. Um, and as I've already said, this is just to keep growing the podcast. So I appreciate the people that took the time to do so. I want to give a shout out to Scott15243. Not sure what's going on with those numbers. That's probably his code to get into his locker somewhere in this world or maybe his password. Anyway, he, uh, he gave it five stars. He said, I love both the old and new podcast. Keep up the great work. It's awesome to hear somebody that was listening to Purpose and you now translate over to It's the Bearded Man podcast. Um, RPD, Ryan Pod, five stars. I love the bearded man and his content. He never disappoints. Shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you. And then Paige, Paige, open therapy sessions with Bob Bay. Spectacular podcast. Love the new format and solo pod. That's awesome. These are literally the bearded man therapy sessions. I, Like I said, you're just going to get everything related to me. And uh, I'm super happy to hear people are sharing it out. There's one podcast review that I did want to give a little shout out and acknowledge. And this was a one-star review. If you follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, I shared this out the other day. Um, and this is from my man, George A. And I'm not sure if George A is trying to mimic the bearded man, Bob A, but maybe he's not. He said, guy used to have a solid podcast that mainly focused on the guest. I say mainly because this guy would make the guest ask him a question at the end of the show. Like, how cringe can you get? Dude talks about everything about himself in third person all the time and constantly makes everything about himself. He recently got a new job. Previous guest threw him a bone and gave up on his entire thing, which was trying to make a living off of podcasting. So I guess he started this podcast to, again, just talk about himself more and talk about himself in third person, et cetera, et cetera. And George A. keeps going on. George A., if you hear this, I just want to say thank you so much, brother, for taking the time to consume my content. It is very clear to me that you have consumed a lot of it because you know a lot about me based on your review. Um, you know, as I may disagree with some of your comments, I do respect your opinion, and I'm not going to waste anybody's time trying to convince you otherwise. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you taking the time to consume the content. Um, you know, not sure how that energy feels to give off to the world, but I'm wishing you the best. I hope you have a great 2020. I hope you cross off every bucket list item on your to-do list. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're well. I hope your family's well. And I hope that you have a great year. And I'm sending you all the bearded man love to you, brother. Thank you so much. Anywho. Um, yeah, so as we get into today's podcast, as always, just have to give a, a, a reminder. One, if you enjoy the podcast, share it out on your Instagram story. Screenshot it. Tag me at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's, and a Y. And if you really enjoy it, please head over to the iTunes podcast app. It's The Bearded Man. You can find myself, The Bearded Man. Write a review. I'm aiming for 40 reviews for next podcast whenever that comes out. So we're at 24. I'm asking for 16. I know that's a lot, but it helps The Bearded Man out a lot. All right, now enough housekeeping. Let's get into today's podcast, which I'm really, really excited to talk about. Today we're talking about the importance of consistency and why we need to keep showing up regardless of the results. Consistency is the word for today. Get ready because we're going to talk about it a lot. Somebody, if you keep a counter and you let me know how many times I say the word consistency today, that'd be pretty cool. Probably not though. All right. Why talk about consistency today? One, I am always asking for people, what topics do you want me to talk about? I can talk about a million things, right? Like it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I can create a million different ideas. I'm just going to try chiseling one topic at a time. And so if somebody out there wants to hear me talk about a subject, excuse me, I'm more than down to fire up the mic and talk about it. So this came in from an Instagram live that I did a couple days ago on Friday night when I got back from work. And this person had asked me, and I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was exactly. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from podcasting? And I, I was sitting there on the live, like scratching my beard, you know, kind of stroking it a little bit, trying to pull the wisdom out of my beard. And I was like, man, that's a great question. Uh, I need to think about it. And now at the, in the moment, I was thinking about it for a couple seconds. I had all these different answers of which ways I could go with it. 
And ultimately, the one I went with, which no questions about it, was the importance of consistency. That's the biggest lesson I've learned through podcasting from my own journey and through the stories of all the people that I had sat down with, artists, DJs, entrepreneurs, vloggers, makeup artists, you name it, all of them have in common was consistency. And so what I've learned about consistency is that personally, I know that I can accomplish anything in this world that I set my mind to. That's not cockiness. That's confidence in knowing that if I put my eyes on the prize and I, and I give it everything I've got, I mean, balls to the wall, all my time, all my energy, all my love, sweat, and tears, if I go all in on one thing or that something, I can accomplish it. And the funny thing about it is so can you. I know it's not funny and I know it sounds cliche and hashtag Bobby's trying to motivate us, but truthfully, I really believe that the only difference from those who succeed and the things that they really want to accomplish in this world and those that do not is their ability to stay consistent on top of a million other things, luck, discipline, uh, timing, resources, you name it, I, I, I'm right there with you. But I think one that is super important, which we're going to talk about today, is consistency. Are you willing to continuously show up? So my definition of consistency the ability to show up and continuously put in the work towards a goal regardless of the results. The key, very, very important, is the very end. Put in the work regardless of the results. That is the most important part. The moment you start letting the results of something get to you and you start letting that determine whether you continue on with something or not, that's when it becomes a big problem. Now, of course, something that I wasn't, I, may, I think I've done a great job at it, but maybe I, I should have done it a little bit more. We need to be aware of a progress, right? Like I'm not saying just keep doing something and not assess how things are going, but we need to, you know, pay attention to how things are playing out. Take note of, do we need to make changes? We have to constantly be, you know, ref, like reflecting on what's going on, but it shouldn't be that we didn't hit a million plays on that YouTube video that song never got pushed to the radio. That music video we directed never got the amount of love it deserved. I mean, anything in this world, not even just creative, anything. The results should never stop us from continuing on with that thing. No questions asked about it. Um, I mean, outside looking in, you could think that, you know, look at Bob A. He, he did this Purpose in the Youth podcast and he gave up. But not really. Actually, not at all. Um, I did it for three years. That's a long time. And I remember, and recently there's a YouTube, um, somebody I had previously on the podcast and somebody that I highly respect as a creator, uh, Matt Diavella. He's a filmmaker for um, a documentary on, on minimalism and he runs an incredible YouTube channel. And one thing that a PC he had made in the last six months was talking about the three-year rule, like going all in for some, on something for three years and letting that be the, like letting that really show you is this something you like? Is it? Does it have the, the potential to become whatever that is that you imagine? And for me, with Purpose in the Youth, I did that for three plus years. I gave it my all, blood, sweat, tears, money, energy. I mean, I went all in weekly podcasts for three years straight. Every six days producing a podcast. And me pivoting out wasn't me failing. It wasn't me giving up. It was just it's time to make a change and everything fell into place. We're back to cooking up got a great job at Liquid IV, everything worked out in itself. But had I not stayed consistent for those three years, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be running this podcast. I wouldn't be working at Liquid IV. I never would have met Brandon Cohen. I never would have met all the incredible guests that I've met along the way. If I had given up after six months because the results weren't there, the numbers weren't great, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I just trusted in my gut that regardless of the results, this thing is going to take me to where I need to be. I was getting on tr on a train to success. I didn't know what that success was looking like. I didn't know where it was going. I had an idea. I had a visualization of where I was trying to go. But I just said, all aboard, let's fucking get this thing rocking and rolling. And I just kept going. And, and if I had given up, man, I don't know where I would be. Um, so thankfully, I stayed consistent. I mean, on top of that, just looking back on my life, right? Like, getting me to where I am today, consistency has played such a role. I, I tried thinking about even early childhood. I didn't have a great memory of like certain things. I'm sure there were plenty of examples and maybe if I consulted with my mother, she would have helped me. But I mean, just talking about the last, I don't know, eight years of my life, anything, anytime that I've had a big goal of mine, 
I've manifested it by continuously working towards it, by continuously being consistent. I've had these huge goals of mine and I actually accomplished them, like almost all of them every single time. And that's not because I'm special. That's not because I'm lucky. That's not because I don't know. I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's not because of anything specific. It's just because I've continuously worked towards that goal. I've manifested it. I've continuously become obsessed about it. And I went all in Want you know, get getting into uh, Bentley university. That was my dream school. My senior of college or senior of high school. I actually didn't get in. Most people probably don't even know that I didn't get in my freshman year at Bentley and I was heartbroken so heartbroken. I had a great year at LaSalle University, which is where it's LaSalle College at the time, now LaSalle University. I ended up going there my first year. I met some incredible people. Honestly, had one of the best years of my life. And I ended up transferring to Bentley. I came through the back door and I and I got in there my sophomore year and I, and I ended up graduating from Bentley. But I didn't get in as a freshman. And that didn't stop me. I went all in my freshman year at LaSalle. I killed it. And I transferred in. I still graduated from there. Like, I did it. Um, you know, purpose in the youth, once again, uh, you know, I had that vision of what I wanted to create, but it was the most beautiful feeling in the world. When I went from this, this, I have the vision in my head. I'm trying to convince people to believe in it through the first couple episodes when I'm reaching out to people, Hey, uh, Johnny, I'm doing this podcast. It's going to be focused on artists, DJs, producers, blah, blah, blah. Like it's going to be right. It's, it's the talk. You can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? And the best feeling in the world was down the line, like six months into the project, I was no longer saying it's going to be about. It was this podcast is focused on unfolding the stories of passionate people. I've had artists, DJs, producers. I was able to start saying I've had these people on the show because I stayed consistent and I was able to do it. Um, you know, that's purpose in youth. Another one was making a living as a full-time creator. That's one of the more recent goals that I had 2019. It was literally my number one item. Find a way to make a living full-time off of creating. And I, I landed this incredible job with Liquid IV. Shout out to Brandon Cohen. You're going to be hearing his name a lot throughout all these podcasts because he's played such a recent, uh, tremendous role in my life. Um, and I never never saw that job coming. I never thought that was going to happen, but it happened and and it's it's so incredible stayed consistent. I kept creating. I kept trying to create these opportunities for myself, not knowing how it was all going to pan out, but I trusted that at some point it's going to work. And then most recently, moving to a different part of LA, we moved 30 miles south from the valley towards like the west side of LA, which is ultimately where I've dreamed of living since I was a kid. I won't, you know, yeah. I mean, when we moved out here, it was just, we needed a place to live. You could have shown me a map of LA and you could have dropped a pin and wherever that landed Bobby, that's where you're living. I would have said, yo, I'm down. I just need to get out to LA. Now that we've been out here, we did two and a half years down the valley at the old content crib. Now we moved to the new one, 30 miles south in a different part of LA. And it feels fantastic because this is where I've always wanted to be. Once again, manifested the dream into reality by staying consistent, by continuously putting in the work and doing what I got to do. And lastly, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, growing the greatest beard in all the land. If you're watching visually, it's just... It's a piece of art. People are probably throwing up listening to that. If you're watching, you're listening audio. <laughs> Consistency. I grew the beard I, and I manifested all these these goals along the way. And so can you. So what I've realized about consistency, consistency is the key to accomplishing any goal. Any goal that you have, this is the what you need to do. You need to stay consistent and you need to be on it. That is the only way you're going to be able to accomplish any of these goals. If you want to perfect a craft, podcasting, blogging, painting, a sport, et cetera, whatever tickles your fancy, you got to be consistent. You want to lose weight or you want to gain some muscle like the bearded man. I'm not that big, but I'm just trying to be funny. Um, you got to be consistent, ladies and gentlemen. You have to be consistent. You want to increase your knowledge around a certain subject, history, aerospace, math, whatever it might be. You need to continuously be reading and, and learning. If you want to start your own business and turn a profit, regardless of the industry, you got to stay consistent. I don't know what the the rate, the percentage of uh, businesses that last after three years, but it's definitely low. And I'll tell you what, I bet you if you asked every single entrepreneur that's ran a successful company that started from the ground up, I guarantee if you ask them how important did consistency play a role in your success, I guarantee 
all of them are going to say it was incredibly important. Incredibly important. Um, so we must stay consistent. So say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. We must stay consistent. We must stay consistent. We must stay consistent. That is the key to it. You have to become obsessive, right? This is what you need to do with consistency. You have to become obsessive about that thing, that goal, that passion, whatever it might be. You got to want it more than the person next to you, right? That's what I'm talking about, obsessive. That if you're around a crowded, uh, around a bunch of people similarly in your race of whatever you're trying to accomplish, you got to want it more than them. That's what it comes down to. You got to have that mentality. Look around at the room and know that inside, I will do whatever it takes to get this. And this isn't to say that you can't show support and love to other people. This means that we're just going to have to outwork everybody else because I truthfully believe there's enough room for everybody to win. Plenty of room for everybody to get their fair share of the pie, but you got to be ready to put in that work. You got to be willing to show up. And we got to let our results and our actions do the talking. We're not there to talk a big game. We're not there to try to put down other people. We're there to just keep our mouth shut, put in the work, be positive, and do what we need to do. We're just getting real clear on our vision, straight on, and we're not looking at anything else that's happening around us. Very, very, very important. Um, Another thing I've realized about consistency is that most of the time, the inspiration comes in the process of doing. It's not, there's the 1% of the time you, you have that light bulb moment, right? Where you're like, yo, I got to go do this. And you, and, and then you, you, you do it, whatever that thing is. But 99% of the time it's in the process of doing the thing. You got to sit down and you got to, you got to set yourself up to actually start working. So example, right? When I'm about when I, right now in this moment, I'm flowing, I'm in the process. I'm, I'm recording this podcast. I feel great. But everything leading up to this point of me thinking out the topic, me sitting down with a blank sheet of notes and going, where do I even start? To following through and starting typing away and just letting letting the words come to the page and trusting that as I continuously work through this topic, it's all going to fill itself out. I'll rearrange things. I'll try to make it look pretty. I'll try to make it flow good. So when I'm recording, it's good to go. And then now I'm in the process. We got the cameras rolling. Lights are on. Mic's hot. I'm out here. Let's get it. It's in the process of doing. You got to just do whatever you got to do to get that process going, but don't let the inspiration just come knocking because most of the time it won't. You got to create it for yourself. Another thing I learned about consistency, it's not as pretty as it might seem. It not It is not as pretty as it might seem. So, you know, you, you see Drake on stage in front of 10,000 people, Jeff Bezos of Amazon in a board meeting, Leonardo DiCaprio on the red carpet, right? We think... These guys made it. They're they're at the top of the game. Like it's so incredible. But what we don't realize is the amount of work that they did behind the scenes to get to that point. Leo didn't just wake up and was on the red carpet. Jeff Bezos didn't just run this billion dollar company, Amazon, and Drake just wasn't performing in front of ten thousand people from the rip. They worked towards these goals consistently for a long, 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 long time. Thankfully, now in the world we're living in, we're starting to see the the people in the process because of YouTube, because of podcasts, because of blogs, because of Instagram and social media. There is positive to all the social media connectedness where I think we're able to tap into people's process and see it happen before their eyes, which gives us hope and gives us an example to replicate. Um, another thing I realized about consistency, it's good to rest. It is good to rest and it's okay to not hit a deadline don't beat yourself up. The world isn't going to end. You are not going to die. There's always tomorrow. Um, and sometimes we can be our biggest critic, which can dig us into a deeper hole. But it's okay to rest. You gotta, you get, you have to accept that sometimes you need to rest, decompress, and sleep off whatever that thing that's going on in your head that maybe isn't allowing you to creatively flow. Go to sleep, wake up the next day, and get back to it. This is what we hate about consistency, right? This is the honest truth of why we all hate consistency. And before I dive in, a little high-quality H2O water break. Mm. Hits every time. Every single time. And it's free. Unbelievable. Water, great. Love it. What we hate about consistency. One, we need to be patient. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be patient. I get it. Nobody wants to be patient. 
There was a great meme that I've seen before, and uh, a Sabina Gadecki of the podcast who I had on a, a minute ago. Uh, she talked about this meme where it's there's there's two guys digging for gold, right? And one guy you can see in the meme is walking out of of the cave, and the other one is is still digging, but they're both one pick away from getting that gold, just one pick away. And so the guy who gave up wasn't patient enough and left when he was just right around the corner from getting to what he needed, where the guy above was one pick away and eventually, I'm sure, got the gold. We got to trust and believe that, and, and convince ourselves that we're just right around the corner. We're right around the corner from that next biggest opportunity. We don't know when it's going to come. We have to literally convince ourselves every single day when we wake up, today's the day. Today's the day. Everything's going to fall into place. And if at the end of the day it doesn't, you go to smile, you go to bed with a smile on your face and you go, it wasn't today, it's going to be tomorrow. You do that tomorrow. And if it doesn't happen, you go to sleep and you tell yourself it's going to be the next day. And you keep convincing yourself until it happens. You manifest it and you keep going. You become okay with patience. And honestly, the patience allows you to get better at that craft. So patience is a blessing because you're just going to keep continuously getting better at whatever that thing is that you might enjoy. Um, Another part that we hate about consistency is not getting the results that we're looking for today, tomorrow, or the day after that. We just we we're looking for the big items, the big wins. And the problem is is that we have to we have to love the small wins. We have to become obsessed with counting up the small wins because those become our lifeline. That's going to keep you going. If you don't count those small wins up, there's a good chance you're going to want to toss in the towel. Because you're just going to get sick of the process. You're not going to get the big ticket items that you've been reaching for. And ultimately, I think you're just going to be unhappy when you get to that big ticket item because you spent so long being miserable that it's like it, the the ticket, the the goal hits and you're like, wow, we did it. I just spent three years working towards this miserable and now I'm supposed to be happy. You have to count up the small wins along the way. That's going to be the fuel to the fire. That's what's going to keep you going towards these goals. That's what I've tried to do throughout the last couple of years of my life where it's like today's a win with this podcast. I'm recording a podcast with a homie later today. That's two wins. Counting up just small wins every single day. I have a running Excel sheet at, at Liquid IV that I just count up the small wins for, the, for, for our content team. Anything, just anything that's like moving us, progress, it might not seem like a lot in the moment, but when I, when I scroll and I w- look over the last two, three, four weeks, you're talking about 60 to 80 m- small tasks that got accomplished that ultimately got us to that big one. So count up the small wins. That is what is going to help you enjoy the process. And I love for all the Gary Vee fans, he always talks about his biggest fears buying the Jets because the moment he buys the Jets, what else is he working towards? That's his biggest goal. He pushes it so hard in his content, at least since I've been following for like the last four years. Once he buys the Jets, what, what's the next thing? It's the scariest thing because he wakes up every day knowing, I want to buy the Jets, I want to buy the Jets, and he's enjoying his process of getting there. But when he gets it, what are you working towards now? So as much as we want to get to these goals, count the small ones along the way. And what else? another thing we hate about you know consistency is the process can seem boring or frustrating, and it's not pretty, like I was saying earlier. Um, we either let the process drive us insane or we can embrace every moment of it along the way. We can either get super impatient and hate grinding or we can just embrace it. Once again, I'm embracing being in the bed rodeo still. Bed rodeo 2.0, we're still here. We're cooking up. We're going to get a neon sign. We're going to make it look pretty. It's going to be awesome. But I'm embracing it. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. One day I probably will have a studio. Actually, I will have a studio for the content I want to cook up on my personal projects. We're not there yet, so we're enjoying the ride to get there. Um, and that's 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 going off that to enjoy that process, to enjoy the process of whatever we're working towards. You gotta, you gotta, you have to fall in love with this idea of becoming the greatest problem solver of your own tasks or whatever you're dealing with on day to day. Because every oper- every hurdle that we're facing is truthfully an opportunity to learn. Plenty of times when I'm editing podcasts, or I, I should say more specifically when I was doing visual stuff, I'm, oh, there's one thing I want to add to it. I don't know how to do it. I get so frustrated. I go on YouTube. and have to learn, blah, blah, blah. And then I would accomplish it. And I'm like, wow, that wasn't so bad. I actually should be happy that I'm taking the time to learn this. Once again, patience, because it's given me more time to get better at my craft. 
Yeah, so it's not as glamorous as it, as it might seem, ladies and gentlemen. So I know many of you are thinking, Bearded Man, what do you mean? Like, you can't have a private jet right off rip? No, you can't. But you can at some point. It can be done. Because there have been plenty of people, success stories in the past, where people come from nothing and they build something amazing. And that, to me, is the most inspiring thing. When somebody comes from nothing, which I, I don't want anybody to actually come from nothing, but is able to build something super successful and super like great, that just shows you that it's it, it's just about the small wins. It's about putting that work, and it's about staying consistent. Some staying consistent, and some days, you know what we hate about consistency is we're just we're not motivated. We're not in the mood to do put in the work. I get it. I've had plenty of days that I don't want to do anything, any of the content, you know, or whatever I know is on the to do list. I'm just like I don't want to do this right now. Once again, you have to show up and let the inspiration flow. But we have to, we got to get up, get off the couch, get up off the bed, because we're we. If we complain about the progress we're making, that changes literally nothing, and nobody wants to hear anybody complain about it. So cut out the bullshit, get up, get ready, and get to work. And once again, the motivation is continue doing it, stay consistent, make a couple strides, and in that process, the motivation will kick in, the inspiration will kick in. And you'll keep flowing. So how do we stay consistent, right? We understand the importance or what I've realized about consistency. We've gone through why most people hate consistency. How do we get ourselves to stay consistent, which is the most important part? I think you can build a routine in our day or week where it's non-negotiable. We have to do it. And I love routines because it helps us know when we're supposed to be doing something and when we're supposed to be doing it. So, for example, when you're sitting on – this is so way out, but I like the idea. When you're sitting on a runway of an airplane, you know that in three minutes, right, you're uh, uh, passengers of uh, American Airlines Flight 332 were cleared for takeoff out of LAX, uh, faster seatbelts, uh, cleared for departure. You hear that, you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> here it comes. I, I freaking tense up. I got my gum chewing. I'm just like, let's go, baby. Take me into the sky, baby. Let's go. Um, you know it's coming, right? You know in two minutes you're going to be 30,000 feet in the air in this little tin can and can't wait. Similarly, I think that's what we need to do in order to stay consistent with something that we're trying to work on towards some goal. We have to pick a date, pick a time, and know that that when that comes, we have to do that. Today, I knew by 11 a.m. I want to have everything rolling. I want to be fired up. I want to be rolling on these mics. I want to be recording the podcast. I knew that 11 o'clock, the latest, I need to be rolling. Similarly, with anything you're working on, I think we have to set deadlines or or not deadlines, but we have to pick certain times of the day if it's a daily thing or certain days of the week with the time where we go, doesn't matter, no ifs, ands, or buts, I need to be doing that thing. And I think it helps us because it gets us real specific on when we're supposed to be doing it and when. Um, we need to focus on the present moment, right here, right now. That's the only thing we can control. I know, and I think this all comes from me from meditation. The past is the past. Reflect, learn, accept, and be in the moment. Don't get anxious about what has yet to come. It's going to come at some point, but what can we do right now? Be here right now. Right here, right now. What can you do? What can you do in this very moment that's going to put you a couple baby steps forward towards that thing that you're working on? One to three, one to three things a day. That's all I'm asking from from you guys and gals. It goes back to the small wins. Write it down. See that you've checked off things. Make feel good about it, knowing that you you accomplished a couple things today. Um, you know, a previous guest of the podcast had once said, "Do something today to make tomorrow better," and I I love that. Do something in this moment to make tomorrow better. An example could be like, you know, if you're running a business and or you're starting up a business and you need to find a manufacturer to order your supplies. The big win today could be you spending the day researching, contacting, finding the supplier, and that's a win. You found the right person. That's going to enable you to then purchase the materials that you need to then make the product. That's almost three small wins in itself. Um, you know, though another one could be reading a book on a topic we're interested in. Or whatever it might be. It's it's just a couple small things every single day. What can we do in this very moment? Get obsessed with the present moment. You can't control anything else except it. You can't control anything else except what you're doing right now. 
Another way to stay consistent is we have to hold ourselves accountable. That's it. That's a tough one, but it's some real shit, ladies and gentlemen. We can't expect others to do it for us. We must be our biggest hype man or hype woman. We need to be the biggest one. It's on us to take responsibility to show up and not rely on somebody else to hold us accountable. Why? Because everybody else needs to do the same for themselves. Everybody else has a million things going on with their life. They got to focus on themselves. And they love you, your friends, your family. People love you. They want to see you do well. They want to see you succeed. But you got to be that top dog. You got to be that one to say, I, it's time to get to work. It's time to get off my ass. It's time to put in the work that I need to do. And we need to be our biggest hype man, hype woman, and just get us fired up. If you need, if you want to have an accountability partner, get a calendar, put it on your wall. And every day that you do that thing that you are, are trying to get yourself to do, put an X on the day. And at the end of the month, look at the day. You're going to see all these X's. Maybe you'll see a couple of days you miss, which is totally fine. Don't beat yourself up. But you're going to see all these X's and let that be the motivation. Or you might even see so many X's in a row that you don't want to break the chain and you're going to keep doing it. So you, you force yourself, you visually see it, and you go out there and you accomplish whatever that thing might be. Um, another thing with staying consistent, we accept that some days will be better than others. That's a fact. Some days you're going to have these great wins. Some days you might not have any wins at all. It's okay. Just breathe. It's all about over the long play. How does this all average out? Some days you're going to have some great days. Some days you won't. But it's okay. We're solely focused on, uh, excuse me, that is the next bullet point. Um, we don't get caught. The, the thing is, we don't get caught up in the amount of progress, right? We're just focusing in on, we're making some progress, just a little bit of progress every day. As I've said, some days will be bigger, some days will be smaller, but the baby steps is the name of the game, ladies and gentlemen. Another thing with staying consistent, don't compare yourself to other people. You've heard it a million times, and yet we still, even myself, we compare ourselves. We need to not do that. We need to solely focus on writing our own script rather than trying to replicate someone else's. What has worked for other people might not necessarily work for us, so we need to do the best to our ability to do what works best for us and, and just get obsessed with it. And honestly, if you see somebody flexing on the gram and you're like, damn, I wish I could be in their shoes. I wish they could have that. You can have that. You can be in their shoes. Let them be an example and let them be fueled to the fire that if they can make this shit happen, so can you. Let that fire you up. If somebody out there is an example of accomplishing that goal that you're reach, you're looking for, that's what you need. You just need an example that somebody's done it and so can you. So let it fire you up. And if you're still comparing yourself, I think the best thing that I've done recently in the last couple months is just cutting back on the amount of consuming I do on social media. I post a lot. I document my journey a lot, but I don't consume nearly as much as I do produce. So if, it, if it's killing you to see other people, unfollow them, cut it out, get out of this, get, it's the social media diet, get out all the bullshit that you don't need to be seeing on a daily basis and just focus on yourself, but let people be the examples. Um, and then the other thing, lastly, we show up even on the days we don't feel inspired to put in the work. As I was saying earlier, can't we can't let this inspiration just hit us and then we go do the work we need to show up for the inspiration to hit us that is so important uh, we need it we create the inspiration by picking up the pencil by opening the laptop turning on the mic and we do what we have to do it's gonna flow the energy will flow once you start typing away or start creating that thing or doing whatever that thing might be it will fall into place and i think what's really important um, is we ask ourselves how bad do we want it we got to be super honest with ourselves. How bad do we really want it? To quote Eric Thomas, great motivational speaker, check him out on YouTube. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you will be successful. Let me say that one more time. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you will be successful. How bad do you want it? I think that's something we need to ask ourselves every single day when we get up and we get on our two feet and we get to work. Beard Man community questions. As always, I share out something on the Instagram, I try in in Twitter, and I try to get some questions around this topic in the hopes that I can answer direct questions from you guys and gals. And hopefully, uh, somebody that listens was like, "Oh, I had that question. Here's the answer." So, give me five seconds. Oh man, freaking water, dude! So good. All right, Beard Man community questions from Manny Guzman. What do you do to hold yourself accountable for being consistent? 
Great question, Manny. Both a blessing and a curse. I am my biggest critic from the jump from I was a kid. My mother would always say this to me. You are your biggest critic. You are you hold yourself accountable and I've always been that way cuz I just I just I am. I am my biggest critic. If I don't follow through with what I say I'm going to do, I will be very disappointed in myself. And nobody wants to be disappointed in themselves, right? So if I don't actually follow through with for instance recording this podcast today, I would have been extremely disappointed in myself. I would have went I would have went to bed with a frown on my face, ladies and gentlemen. I would have been very disappointed that I didn't record this, but I'm going to be very happy and have a big smile on my face because I did record it. So in order to avoid that, I try to do exactly what I say I'm going to do or at least to my best ability. Things aren't always going to work out perfectly. It's not always going to be as beautiful as what we think it is, but I try to follow through with exactly what I say I'm going to do and I just do what I have to do to the best of my ability. And once again, it's not about the results. It's always about me following through with what I set out to do. Because if it was about the results, I would stop on these podcasts. I would have stopped on Purpose in the Youth. I don't let results determine whether I do something or not. I do it based on inside my gut. Do I believe in what I want to do? Do I think this is worth my time? Do I think it'll positively help people? Yes, then I'm going to do it. Excuse me. The other thing is, I try not to beat myself up when things don't go wrong. I try to just accept the way things are and I try not to dig myself into a deeper hole and, and get the mental chatter of like, oh, you screwed up, you did this, you did that, you, you didn't have the mic on, blah. None of that's gonna help. Nothing's gonna change the past. So I try to not beat myself up. For instance, when I was launching this podcast, I made it very clear, this is a produce when I can podcast. Of course, I would love to put this out consistently on a weekly basis. But ultimately, that's just not going to happen. For instance, I missed last week because we were moving. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna miss. You know, probably next week because I'm gonna be traveling. I, I I put this out there to the world and saying that it's a produce when I can, so that I don't feel so bad when I miss a podcast. Because when I when I did miss uh, Purpose in the Youth, the very few times in three years, I would I would I would kill myself. I'd be so disappointed in myself and. I, and I knew that nobody, it wasn't phasing anybody else, but I beat myself up and it, and it, and it wasn't healthy. And so, yeah, I, I just, I am my biggest critic and I hold myself accountable. And I know that if I don't follow through, I'm going to be disappointed with myself. And ultimately, I think as long as you understand your true north of where you want to go, the only thing that separates us from getting there is time and consistency. That's all it is. Uh, from at Benny, Ben JY44 underscore. How do you stay consistent as an artist when you are tired, feeling like everything you make isn't good quality? Two things. One, the best way to feed being tired, and I don't know if this is what you were going for, is feeding your body the right foods and liquids daily. Super important. Exercise daily. Meditation to wake up your body to the present moment. Just focusing on the breath and out. Breathe in, breathe out. It's going to bring you right to the present moment. Uh, finding what hours of the day you are most productive and inspired to work. I think that helps you get out of this tiredness rhythm. But answering more of your question, feeling like everything you make is in good quality. I think that is tough, not just for artists, but for all creators. Here's the thing, my friend. It's always going to be a work in progress. Remind that. I think that's what I do myself and I think you should do to yourself and for a lot of people. It's always a work in progress. And the the key is, are you better than you were yesterday? If you are, then that's all that matters. Great. You got to keep going. You're going to continuously get better. It goes back to being patient. It goes back to being consistent. If you're better than where you were yesterday, then you need to keep going. If not, then maybe we just need to make a couple changes. Add maybe 30 to 40 minutes a day to honing in on that craft, cutting back on watching TV, watching Netflix, doing this, doing that. And see how much progress you make with that extra 30 to 40 minutes. And I think what's also super important is just constantly reflecting. Constantly reflect on where you are today compared to where you were one, two, three months ago. I know. I said stay in the present moment. Focus on what you can do today. But also take a moment to look back on where you came from. If you're better than where you are as an artist today than when you, where you are where you, when you started, as I'm sure you are, then it just shows you. What happens when you keep putting in that work, baby? You're going to keep getting better. So stay consistent. Next question from manu underscore em underscore photo. How do you manage to get back on track after you've broken the chain? That's a great question, my friend manu. As I said earlier, I try not to beat myself up. 
I try to just get right back on the horse, get back to putting the work. Um, and a lot of this mindset and this ability comes from meditation. I just, I, it's taught me that, you know, truthfully, you, you can't control the past. You can't control what has yet to come. And I just try to get super focused on this moment and do whatever I can to, to better myself. So if I break the chain, I broke the chain. What's the best thing I can do? Start rebuilding. Get right back to it. Spend less time beating yourself up about what happened and breaking that chain and get right back to it. Get right back to punching the bag because the longer we spend not, the, the longer it's going to take us to get there. And sometimes in order to get back into that rhythm, start rebuilding that chain, I just look for inspiration to jumpstart that process. And that could be from listening to podcasts, reading books, watching YouTube videos, or anything that gets the creative juices flowing again. Super, super important. And, and let me be... Let me. I know I've touched on meditation, and at some point I'll probably do a podcast on it. When you break the chain, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, and then get to it. That's all it is. Just one moment, you make the transition. Next question from Kevin Logan Shim. How to gain momentum when starting something new? Kevin, you're going to kill me for this one, but it's one word. Consistency. That's it consistency is how you build the momentum starting is the hardest part you have to take the first step nobody enjoys that process but once you do you feel so much better because you know it's time to get rolling and once you do you just have to keep staying consistent you got to keep showing up you have to keep putting in the work and you have to trust and believe that as long as you stay patient as long as you stay consistent as long as you keep putting in that work it's all going to work itself out the more we do something the more momentum that will come and that's when the snowball effect comes. It's just once it starts rolling, it grows bigger and it's harder to stop. And that's the same thing with anything that you're trying to, to build. So enjoy the starting process because even though you might not have too much momentum, one day you will. And you're going to look back and laugh at remembering that you, you we had this topic and we, or we talked about it at least. Next and last question from at Trex Braun. What's the biggest misconception you've had regarding your journey thus far? It's a little outside of consistency, but a great question. Um, biggest misconception for me, I think, is that I believed I had to have it all planned out, right? I think at some points I definitely th thought that I have to have every detail mapped out, and that's not true. Um, because I think before I thought that if I don't have it planned out and it's not on my blueprint that nothing good can or will happen and that's so not true um in my belief as long as we understand our true north of what we're working towards what makes us happy uh what we want to do with our life everything will fall into place with time i know it's that trusted belief that things will work itself out but how many times have you heard podcasters and successful people talking about i just trusted that it would work out i stayed consistent i stayed disciplined i kept putting in that work you got to just trust and believe that it will fall into place with time. Because as I said earlier in this podcast, never in a million years did I really think I was ever going to have a true job. And did I ever think I would work for Liquid IV? And it happened. And I'm so happy that it did. But I just trusted and believed that everything would work out with time. And, it, and I just kept staying consistent. You guys are probably sick of hearing that word. Episode takeaways, ladies and gentlemen. Consistency is the key to accomplishing any goal. I think it's very clear. We've talked about it throughout this entire podcast. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Consistency is how you accomplish goals. Most of the time, the inspiration comes in the process of doing. We can't wait for those light bulb moments as great as they are when they do come. 99% of the time, I think we have to show up. We have to start putting in the work for the, for the inspiration to come. And in order for us to stay consistent... We must build some type of schedule that works for us so that we know when and where we're supposed to be putting in that work. We focus on the present moment, this very moment right now, today, and we count out those one to three things, those small wins today that will better us for tomorrow. Super important. Um, on top of that, we need to hold ourselves accountable. It is our responsibility and nobody else's. And more importantly, we're not to compare ourselves to others. We let success of other people inspire us to let it show us that it is possible and we let that fuel us inside us. And other than that, we get to work. I want to share a quote from at Kenna Hazy. She had shared with me as I posted something on my Instagram saying I was talking about consistency. She tagged me in a post a couple hours later of a quote and I loved it and I had to share it out. Nothing but your consistent effort can unlock the potential buried beneath your fear. And that's a quote from Brianna West. 
or weast, I should say. Let me say it one more time. Nothing but your consistent effort can unlock the potential buried beneath your fear. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up today's podcast, I really, really hope this podcast brought some value to you guys and gals on anything related to staying consistent. And I hope that this is just going to fuel you guys and gals to keep working towards your goals, whatever they might be, small, big, medium, large, all of them. Keep staying consistent. All that I ask is that if you enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot it. If you're watching it, take a picture or video of your favorite clip. Share it on your Instagram, tagging me at BO3Bs4As and Y at Bob A. And letting your fans and friends know you know what you enjoyed about this podcast because that's how we grow this podcast community. And that's how we keep this thing growing to the peaks. And I appreciate it. And if you really enjoyed it, and I brought enough beer to wisdom, head to the iTunes podcast app. It's the Beard of Man podcast and leave a one sentence or one word review with your honest feedback. As of right now, we're at 24 reviews, which I'm so thankful for, so happy for. We're only four episodes in and we already got 24 reviews. Let's go. I'm shooting big though. For next episode, I would love to have 40. That means 16 of you beautiful people have to take a moment today, right now, or some point later, and just write one sentence of what your honest feedback or what you thought think of the podcast thus far. And that's just going to get us more exposure and help us make this continue to grow. As always, I'm always open to more topics. So if you have something specific, shoot me a DM, shoot me a tweet, at Bob A. Uh, slide through my Instagram DM, shoot me an email. However you got to get reach out to me, uh, please let me know if there's a certain topic you would like me to cover. And I would love, love, love to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, it means the world to me that you're tuning in right now. And I so much appreciate you guys and gals taking the time to listen to this podcast, especially if you've made it through this entire episode on consistency. Um, it's It's been great. And so happy to be in Content Crypt 2.0. This this little studio setup, if you're, if you're watching visually, is going to continue to grow. And on audio, we'll, we'll definitely make, um, excuse me, visually it'll grow. And on audio, you're going to enjoy it. Um, just hearing Bearded Man. As always, We'll catch you guys and gals next time. It's the Bearded Man Podcast with yours and the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. See you next time. See ya.